You're listening to Polycyclones from the Political Science Department at Iowa State University, a podcast that explores the wide variety of ways our alumni and students are making a difference. Welcome to the Polycyclones podcast. I'm Alex Tuckness, chair of the Political Science Department. And on this episode, we're going to talk about political science as a path toward a career in environmental policy with Abigail Lieberg. She's an Iowa State political science master's alum who currently resides in Washington, D.C. She graduated in the fall of 2021 and moved to D.C. shortly afterwards. And she's currently a full-time industry analyst for the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, or FERC. So, Abigail, thanks for being on the show. Hi, it's great to be here, and Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you as well. So, uh, let me just start by going back a little bit and ask how you got interested in politics to start with. You know, you did your undergrad, uh, you know, elsewhere, not at Iowa State. Um, But I always like to kind of hear from people a little bit to know what it is that got them interested in politics initially. Absolutely. So I got my undergraduate degree at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette um, in political science. And I got interested in politics during my undergraduate degree. So politics affect all of us every day and is one of the best ways to instigate change. So learning as much as you can about it will benefit you in more ways than you can imagine. Oh, that's that's great. Okay. So you, you got interested in politics while you were an undergrad. Um, and then talk about the decision to apply to master's programs and what led you to uh, come to Iowa State. Absolutely. So in the fall of 2019, I completed an advocacy internship on Capitol Hill. And that really let me see how legislation is made, gave me an a close-up perspective. And I realized that I wanted to further my education and get involved in energy policy and renewables. And so I was looking around for a professor working on these issues. And I found Dr. Wong at ISU was working on exactly that. So I contacted her and was lucky to be her research assistant. Yeah. So that, that that was one of the things that was really interesting is uh, you know, you were able to work with her on some research projects and, um, you know, really got to do a lot of interesting stuff. Maybe just talk a little bit about some of the questions that uh, you worked with her uh, on when you were at Iowa State. Uh, absolutely. So my uh, thesis topic was attitudes towards demand response in the Midwest. And so Dr. Wong and I conducted a large survey study of how people felt about demand response in their homes. Uh, demand response, if you don't know what it is, is you could think of it as thermostats, uh, like smart thermostats where the utility can alter your Uh, the temperature in your house, depending on the temperature outside. And this uh, stabilizes the grid. It makes it more reliable. And it's also better for the environment because if you have uh, some megawatts that are saved on the customer side, then you don't have to power up these peaker plants, which are usually diesel generated. Great. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's this Technology out there that, uh, if people will use it, basically will you know do things like having, especially like in the middle of the summer, you know, if you cool your house down earlier in the day, instead of trying to cool it down to three in the afternoon, 
Uh, it's a lot better for the environment. It's a lot better for the electrical grid. And so you, got, you guys were doing research on trying to figure out like what makes people either willing or not willing to use these technologies that, that we've developed. And I, I just think this is one of the areas where I think political science has so much to contribute uh, to the study of environmental politics and policy. I mean, we see this not just in the environment, but a lot of things. It's one thing to come up with a technology, um, but if people aren't willing to receive it or use it, it doesn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish. You know, and political science can be an opportunity to learn how people's values and attitudes are toward different things so that when we craft policies, we can craft policies that uh, will make a will make a bigger impact. So, yeah, I just I just think that's really, really interesting work. So, you know, you went out uh, to Washington, D.C. Obviously, if you're interested in environmental policy, that's a key place to, to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, your job working with uh, FERC and, uh, you know, what sort of things FERC does and uh, what sorts of projects you're involved with. Absolutely. So I got my job with FERC about four months ago. I'm an energy industry analyst in the Office of Energy Market Regulation, or OEMR. Uh, To back up a bit, FERC is a federal independent agency that regulates the natural gas, electricity, oil, and hydropower industries. So FERC does not own, finance, construct, or operate any energy facilities. Uh, It can resolve disputes among different market participants on the grid. And to go into more more in depth of like the office I work in, there are multiple offices. Um, It is quite complex the way they interact at FERC. They are all interwoven, but in the Office of Energy Market Regulation or OEMR, uh, we analyze filings submitted by electric utilities and natural gas and oil pipelines to ensure that rates, terms, and conditions of service are just and reasonable and not unduly discriminatory or preferential. Okay, yeah. So one of the things that you know the federal government does in, in the energy business is try to protect consumers from uh, unfair practices or, uh, or things like that. So yeah, so you're getting a chance to like work directly on, um, you know, how consumers are interacting with power companies and things like that, which, you know, obviously the research you did uh, in your master's degree has some, has some parallels to that as well. So what are some of the skills uh, that you find, you know, that your current job requires? And uh, are there things you can think about from your time at Iowa State that have helped prepare you for your current job? Uh, absolutely. So the and like the whole political science department at ISU is very special to me. It was an excellent experience. Uh, I will say that my time spent researching the electricity grid and politics, energy policy at Iowa State helped prepare me for a career at FERC. Uh, Hiring managers at FERC were impressed with the research I'd done at Iowa State, and that helped me get the position I currently have. And I can go, uh, I can describe my current position. So um, my main role as an energy industry analyst is to process certain cases that are filed with FERC. Uh, So when I am assigned a case, I do my due diligence to make sure the filing is complete, uh, complies with commission precedent, and can be considered just and reasonable. From there, I form a recommendation for leadership on what needs to happen next, such as accept or reject the filing. 
I'm definitely still learning, but I'm loving the position and FERC so far. And I highly recommend anyone interested in energy policy or the grid to apply for FERC once you're out of school, because uh, it's such an interesting and delightful place to work. Oh, that 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 sounds uh, fabulous! And you know, any any sort of uh, work in with government regulatory agencies, there's always going to be a significant learning curve because uh, there's often a lot of technical details about the way they want things uh, filed, and uh, you know, a, a lot of boxes that have to be checked before you know whether or not something you know meets all the all the relevant criteria or not. Um, but it's also Rules like that are important, right? Because that's part of how we ensure fair process. We ensure that like cases get treated alike and there isn't like special preferential treatment for some over others. Uh, yeah, that just that just sounds like really important, uh, really important work that you're doing. So let me let me ask you this. What advice would you have for people who are interested in a similar career path, right? So these might be people who are maybe they're nearing graduation and thinking about whether to go to graduate school or not. These could also be people who are still an undergrad, but they're interested in environmental politics and policy as a possible career field. Uh, What would be some advice that you would give them? Absolutely. So if you are interested in a career in federal government in particular in D.C., Um, I would suggest looking ahead to which position and uh, which branch you're striving for. Uh, I would also reach out to professors and people in those positions to ask what kind of education is required and recommended to have the best shot at the job once you graduate. I will say it was surprisingly hard to find a job out of graduate school since I had such little experience. Most hiring managers will say they want you to have a few years of experience, even for beginner positions. Sadly, the reality is that sometimes people with years of experience are the ones who get these beginner positions you're applying for. I would recommend uh, internships. They definitely help your chances since they count as experience. Uh, So I had the advocacy internship on the Hill that was very illuminating. And definitely learn everything you can and try to get as much experience as possible. I will also say that networking and meeting people in the field is also crucially important for the future of your career. So don't be afraid to reach out to ISU alumni and different people on LinkedIn. Oh, that's that's really good advice. And, you know, as you were talking it really, you know, it emphasizes something we've been talking about as a department lately, uh, which is actually uh, trying to increase the emphasis we have on internships. Like you were saying, internships are actually often a really important piece to the puzzle when people are trying to get jobs. And so, you know, we've been talking about things like really encouraging it to be like the norm for most of our graduate students to try to do an internship, you know, the summer between their first and second year. Uh, we now have uh, an internship coordinator for the department, which I don't think we had back when you were there, to try to help both undergraduates and graduates line up internships and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's good to hear from someone out in the field, right, that, uh, you know, that's important. And, and it's really in students' best interest to be on the lookout for some of those uh, some of those opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Abigail, thanks for being on the podcast and uh, best of Wishes for you as you uh, continue in your new position. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Views expressed are not necessarily those of Iowa State University or the Department of Political Science. 
Do you have ideas for topics or guests for future episodes? Or if you want to share your thoughts, email polycyclones. That's P-O-L-I-C-Y-C-L-O-N-E-S at iastate.edu.